Wyverns and Weirdos Curse of Strahd is a horror-themed campaign, and as such, contains dark themes, including descriptions of gore, violence, and other features intrinsic to the gothic horror genre. Hello, and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos Does Curse of Strahd. I'm your Dungeon Master, Darby, and joining me as always are Zoe, playing Sevia, Emily, playing Beatrice, Laura, playing Conrad, Johanna playing Fall, and Mitch playing the mysterious wolf-shifting man. <laughs> Let's jump into it. So, where we last left off, the party held a funeral for Kazir, uh, and while the pyre burnt... Um, Fall spoke with Van Richten, uh, during which, uh, they heard, um, and saw approaching a woman on a horse being chased by five direwolves. Uh, the party began combat, uh, with Sevia getting an early, uh, head start for the party with a, uh, a new trick, a fireball. Um... And, um, and the woman on the horse, uh, and Beatrice utilizing bits and pieces to, no, not Beatrice, uh, fall, utilize, utilize, oh, both, uh, both, uh, utilizing bits and pieces to, uh, weaken the wolves. They killed, they managed to kill one of the wolves, um, but four are still standing, uh, though highly damaged, and... Uh, where we finished the episode, uh, the mysterious white wolf that had been, uh, watching from a distance during, uh, the party's entire time around the tower, uh, emerged, changing into a figure that was, uh, cloaked, covered in, uh, different elements of nature, and with from what the party have seen thus far, a metal arm. And that was where we left it, in the middle of Mitch's turn. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, I'm going to start off uh, my action, as every good action does, with a question to the DM. Um, <laughs> Yes. Can I, instead of doing an action and a bonus action, can I just do two bonus actions? The bonus action uh, no. is slower than an action. Okay. No, that's fine. That is okay. In that case, I'm going to, uh, I guess, just point at the closest wolf, which is what about forty feet away. Uh, Considering you moved forward with your wolf speed, probably about 70, I'd say. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'm going to uh, extend my hand, and from my hand, a spectral, uh, almost like ghostly skeletal hand, shoots out towards the wolf and uh, attempts to grab hold of it. I'm essentially casting... Uh, chill touch. Alright, um, so is that a to hit or a save? That is a to hit. Alright, roll to hit. That is a... Okay. 
16. 15. Okay, that hits. Okay. Um. Uh, so that takes, um, what is that, 14 points of necrotic damage. Alright, yeah, you, you, uh, reach out with this necrotic hand, uh, this necrotic spectral hand, and, uh, it kills this wolf. Um, that is enough damage to finish off another one of the wolves. There are still two highly, uh, highly inflamed and one singed, simmering wolf left. And that um, will end my turn. Yeah. Sevia, is your go. Um, she is immediately like, who? What? Ah! Um, at this giant of a person uh, who just shape-shifted from a wolf. Um, and she is at a... Uh, okay, she's going to use a second level chromatic orb. Uh, which... So, uh, she's, like, looks at this new guy, see, but sees him kill a wolf, and is like, okay, this is something we unpack later. So she's going to, uh, say the words, move the hands. That's a 19 to hit. 19 will certainly hit. And then chromatic orb at a second level is 4d8. Um, she is choosing to do fire damage, because that's just a schnick. That's her thing. At this point, and also I have all these fire dice. Those are D100s, not D8s. I'm doing amazing. So which one were you you aiming for? The... Uh, I'll aim... The less damaged one, or one of the other two? The one that's closest to the woman. Okay. Oh! Um... Yeah, so that's probably the less damage one at this stage. Yeah. Oh, um... Oh, wait. No, never mind. Sorry. I thought I got to hit more things at a higher level. It's just more D8s. Yeah. Okay, so that one is going to take... 17 points of damage. 17. That is enough to uh, finish the job of incinerating this dial. <laughs> And then she's going to look at this man and go, Who are you? He doesn't have to answer. uh, Yeah. Because we're fighting. Uh, She just wants to get it out there. Beatrice, this is your go. There are two direwolves about 80 feet away. Yeah. Uh, Also, quick question to the Dan. I can use... I can use the sneak, sneak attack uh, extra on uh, when I shoot the bow, yes? If... Uh, you on can if it's... Um, if it is either... If it either has an ally of yours within five feet of it, uh, like if the target has an ally of yours yeah. within five feet of it, or you have advantage on the attack. Um, unless okay. there is something... Like, unless there is some other special ability that enables to, you to do that. Nope. But, Not yet. But as you're only a first level rogue, yeah, you don't have anything yet. That's all good. I'll just shoot it with my arrow again. Yeah. Uh, 16. 
16. That certainly hits. Ooh, and um, 10. 10. That, that, yeah, that takes out another one of the dialogues. There's only one left standing. Uh, I can, can I use my bonus action as well? Uh, only mm -hmm. if you're using, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and the woman on the horse is going to, uh, is going to, yeah, she's, she's gonna, uh, roll, she's gonna try to firebolt, uh, the remaining direwolf, uh, that is cocked. That is a nat 20. Hey. Um, I need to double check what her, what her level is. So, I mean, I don't even have to roll because like, um, Sorry, Conrad, you ran here shirtless for nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is, that is a grand total of 18 damage against the, the, the wolf, which is enough to finish it off. Uh, Alright, and and yeah, so combat is with that done. <laughs> Who? What? Hello? What? Who are you? What did... I I, 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 there's too much happening right at the minute. Um, um, someone go talk to the woman. As as the woman like gets to the back of the cart and climbs off the horse, oh, the closest um, to both, I imagine. Yeah, mm. she she turns towards Van Richten and, in effect, fall as well, um, and says, "So you've finally returned, old man." Mm -hmm. Uh, Darby says as he as drinks a drink so he cannot respond. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to his own character. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, Van just like pulls well. Van Richter just pulls out the sick tankers it's like just a moment. Goodbye. Esmeralda. Tommy, again, you're talking to your own character. Why are you pausing? Why are you yeah, pausing well, for a response? Because because they're both fairly stoic characters. <laughs> and um, they are so near Fall. can respond. Yeah, yeah. Fall can respond as well. Um, Fall, that, to that point, Fall and anyone else who is nearby and can see this character, uh, she has... Um, I will find the image and share it, but also... She has uh, a long orange coat, um, uh, long brown hair. She's she's a kind she's a uh, uh, kind of olive complexion to her. Um, she carries. She has a a, a sword and a hand axe that she uses, and uh, you notice that one of her legs is actually. Um, missing and is replaced by an ornate wooden uh, carved prosthesis. Uh, uh, that is... Oh, hell yeah. She's yeah. pretty. Very cool. That Ooh. is Esmeralda. She's a seven. She's an eight. Oh, yeah. 
There's a bit of an onion about her, which are from the other yeah. campaign, which is uh, yeah. very scary. That that tracks actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Esmeralda with a Z too. Ooh. Oh, wow, sexy. Excellent. Well, Beatrice is going to uh, wander up and be like, well, what was all that about? I uh, had a bit of an issue with Strad. Yeah, we have had to. Uh, I see. I see. The old man is getting you into his uh, good graces. <laughs> mm, he's certainly trying. What? What did you do that made Strad send all that after you? Uh, I went to confront him. I thought I could take him on, but. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, uh, it took all my effort to just escape alive. Yes, it sounds like a really bad idea. <laughs> I thought I, uh, I thought I was ready. You went in alone, Esmeralda. Did I teach you nothing? Yes, well... I thought it was worth a shot. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Fall goes to uh, Mitch's character. Um, why did you just jump in right now? You were trying to protect me? Why? So, I'm going to <clears throat> uh, turn back to the forest where I came from. Um stick out a hand and say stay where you are and then turn back around to fall um say please do not be alarmed i mean you no harm and i go to i uh raise my hands to my hood and draw it back revealing a skull crafted entirely from metal and wood with green eyes that are studying you and also everyone else in the party. Okay. Uh, you have an interesting visage. Thank you. Uh, I'm sorry, when you were pointing at the forest, are there more, do you have more allies over there? I do. They are not needed currently. Uh, whom, whom is in the woods with you? Uh, what is your name, actually? I... I apologize. I have come at an awkward time. My creator refers to me as Designation 42. However, you may call me Exley. 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 Okay, as a player, is that like Eggsley or Exley? Exley. Nice. <laughs> X. Okay, um, it's nice to meet you, Exley. You've been watching us. Why? I had to determine whether you were a threat 
and if you needed to be removed. You are not. I'm definitely not, no. Uh, why would you say that we need to be removed? We're just travellers. That is correct. You are not aligned with the one who calls themselves Strahd. Uh, and no. that's a good thing for you? It is a good thing for you. Darby. Yes. What would Sevia know of nature magics and those who do them? Roll, roll me a nature check. Natural 20, baby! And with okay. my modifier, that is a 25! Oh, mwah. bless these dice. Okay. Um, so yeah, you've certainly heard of uh, druids and druidic magic. Um, it's it's similar also to what is used by rangers uh, in particular. Um, there aren't an abundance of them in Akaza, um, so you probably haven't met too many in your time, but you've read about them. Um, druids often like. Uh, yeah, have have exceptional power, especially more powerful ones, mm. like especially the Arc Druids, um, but have exceptional power over nature through their magic. Um, I mean, you also remember, of course, that uh, Mother Eve was yeah. described as an Arc Druid, and her powers seem to uh, her power set seem to, from what you saw of it very much back up that uh, yeah that idea okay okay so clearly you are a magic user correct i am right okay and just from a from an outsider's perspective i can assume you work in the druidic magics yes that is currently the field of magic that i am learning Good, good. Okay, okay. Uh, have you learned other fields of magic before? I am attempting to learn another one. However, it is not proving well. What one? I'm going to pull out the tome. The okay. Sevia, well, like, as soon as you move, Sevia just like holds her hands up reflexively and then is like, uh, maybe don't appear like a threat right now. <laughs> Lowers you, them really yeah. slowly. You you see um, this uh, intricate leather bound spell book uh, with with kind of gold leafed, uh, gold edged pages to it. Um, there's there's a strange symbol uh, kind of embossed into the front of it that you don't recognise. A spell book. This belonged to someone that I knew. Oh. I seek to find him and return it to him. But in the meantime, if I can learn what I can, that would be beneficial. 
Okay, so was this? So I'm assuming this person was a a wizard. Correct. Okay then. Okay, okay. Ah, this is wonderful. Ah. Okay, well, Exley, uh, how long have you been here? I have been here approximately two months. Are you not? However, there are some who would say I have been here for a lot longer. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, were you created in Barovia? This form was created long ago, but I was created in Barovia. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> don't get this. <laughs> Okay, Exley, may I ask you a question that may seem uh, insensitive? Do proceed. Fantastic. Uh, were you once a human? And if not, how is your current being uh, gaining sentience? If I may ask. My creator told me that were I made somewhere else, I would not be able to think. But because I am here, something about this place led me to be able to. Okay. That... Well, I'm glad something good is coming out of Barovia. Um, That's yet to be seen. I'm trying to be... Okay, okay, okay. Uh, how long have you been watching us in the woods? Only today. Good, okay. Why are you uh, looking for people who are pro-Strad? I seek to remove his influence from the world. So if there are any who are aligned with him, I will remove them from Barovia. That sounds a little dangerous for you. Have you come into trouble with this? I have, but I am here, and they are not. Oh, well, good on you. <laughs> That's technically not true. One of them is here. What? But he is no longer aligned with Strat. So he is not an issue anymore. I may introduce you later. Ah, oh. uh, you have you have friends in the in the woods. Okay, okay. 
You know what? Uh, Conrad, would you like to tap in, please? I. Your okay. friend does not appear to be wearing any clothes. How <laughs> much? Were you having a bath, Conrad? Um, so because this conversation went on for an incredibly long time, um, <laughs> this space of time, Conrad would have walked in, seen everyone doing combat, being, and then the combat being resolved, and then talking to this robot guy and being like, okay, and he would have like walked back to, <laughs> he's like, cool, all right, walked back to the riverside, gotten his things, um, his shirt's still wet, so he's just got like his cloak slung over his shoulder now. By this point, he's like, yes, well... I thought there was com difficulties, but clearly that's not an issue. I was just uh, washing the shirt of the blood. Yes, well, okay. So what exactly? Uh, Darby, I presume Conrad hasn't seen what Exley is before in his home. Uh, no. 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 Yeah. Well, okay, so you're some kind of construction, yes? I was once, but now I am more. Okay. I suppose that's not surprising in this place. You've all been having a wonderful grand chat. Excellent. And he'll just walk up um, to you guys finally, I suppose, as well. Um, okay, good. So uh, what is state your business? Why do you linger here now? I am trying to determine whether you are posing a threat to this area or to Strad. Yes, good. Be quiet, Sevia. I'm talking now. Yes, uh, we are not an immediate threat to this area, no. To Strad, yes, quite probably. That is good to know. Good. I am in need of assistance. Excellent. What sort of assistance are you seeking? I must return this tome to my friend. He will be beneficial in the coming rebellion. Okay. Who exactly is your friend? Esmeralda asks. And what makes you so sure that he will be useful? My friend is the wizard who led the rebellion last time. <laughs> so he is still alive. I believe him to be. Sorry if we're a bit odd at the moment. We just had someone die. In fact, I believe the pyre is still burning. So, um, probably a strange time to come across yourself and also the woman. Yes. So, apologies if some of us are a bit flustered. I did observe the funeral pyre. Okay. 
You were the wolf. That's right. So, were you the wolf that was watch that was observing us? I saw, I sort of saw a wolf, and then you were there. That is correct. You were the one that drew the rapier. Correct. Yes. Okay. Well. Good. Mystery solved. I, I. <laughs> so, uh, Rudolph, I guess there is more of a rebellion than you thought. At least there's <laughs> this person and a wizard who failed last time. Uh... I guess there's more chances. Of course. Now, you mentioned before that your friends might recall the words of the prophecy you were given. Oh yes, yes. Um, can anyone t- uh, can anyone say that? I only really got the gist of it. I'm afraid. Yes. Um. Maybe some extra ears can help to enlighten. I... I know it. Uh, do you want me to read it out? Uh, you can You can do whatever you want. You can read it out. You can paraphrase. Um, well, uh, uh, the first bit was about how knowledge of the ancient will help us understand our enemy and where to look for a wounded elf uh, who will part with treasure to see his dark dream fulfilled. Uh, There's a powerful force of good and protection, a holy symbol uh, that we must seek behind the sun in the house of a saint. I think we thought that had something to do with the bones, but I don't think the bones brought anything good. the, uh, the, sounds a... House of a Saint sounds like the Abbey of Saint Markovia in Kresk. Okay. Uh, Go on. Uh, there's a source of power and strength, a weapon of vengeance, a, a, a sword of sunlight. Uh, the, 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 the treasure is hidden in a small castle beneath a mountain guarded by amber giants. Uh, which just sounds delightful. And then... Uh, that uh, would probably be the Amber Temple. That, of course. Uh, th- th- yes. Uh, and then a, a Mointia wanders this land alone, searching for her mentor. She does not stay in one place for long. Uh, she will be at St. Markovia's Abbey near the Mists. <laughs> I think you're working on outdated information, if my hunch is right. What? <laughs> we got we got this yesterday. Yes. You started reading. She does not stay in one place for long. Conrad looks at the woman that's with us. What is her expression like right now? Uh, she has a kind of bemused look to her he face. He looks from her and looks to Sevia <laughs> and just rolls his eyes at Sevia specifically. You? I think for once uh, in this place, fortune seems to smile upon 
well anyone it's rare that it that things should work out so is right. certainly unusual mm. so you're seeking your 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 mentor your oh. that's what you mean by outdated information she's now found her mentor by finding us here that and she's not it it she's not at St Markovia's Abbey obviously although by the sounds of things, I might soon be. Yes, because if we... Okay. <laughs> well, that's a positive step, I guess. Um, I'm... 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 Sorry, um... What does this have to do with our new friend here? He seems to be on an entirely, like... Not a separate mission, but I don't... <laughs> yes. It's not tied into the prophecy, by the sounds of things, unless you have more to read. Uh, no, uh, just... Yeah. The clouds, the winds, the lightning, the ravens... The... I'm afraid I can't help you with the... Uh... The wounded elf, although I know there is an encampment of both Mointir and Moon Elves in uh, just out of Valaki. Conrad leans into Beatrice like, well, I suppose we can arrange for the one of those elves to be wounded if we need to fulfill the prophecy, eh? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> he straightens off again. Okay, that's um, a lead. Um, As for your new friend here, perhaps it is a separate element of fate that brings him to you. Right. Well, someone that is quite tall would be very useful in our party, as it were. If you would deign to join us, or we can strike some kind of bargain. Exley, I believe it was. Or designation 42. I will respond to either. Okay, 42. Will you join us? It seems our goals are aligned. Excellent. Well, that will be very convenient then. Good. And, yeah. Right. Uh, yes, we'll be happy to have you. <laughs> I think the more people that we can find who um, can help get rid of Strad, the better. Hmm, metal looks quite durable. I'm going to insight. I don't know. Insight, look over, investigate. What What are you trying to ascertain? Investigate, I guess. Like he's just looking, looking actually over to see, I suppose, and what potential combat capabilities Conrad can predict from that. That and that danger. would probably be more of an insight. Insight, okay. Yeah, that's the only things he's really good at. Um, mm, that's only a twelve. Um, I can't see much under the cloak stuff like that. I'd say he, yeah, he appears sturdy. <laughs> um, brute force, but, possibly. Uh, Good. Okay. Hmm. Um, I rolled a dirty twenty on the inside. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> Falls just curious about like trustworthiness. Um, 
they're hiding anything. Well, um, they certainly seem very forthright. Yeah, uh, if there's anything is, else you of. want to add to that, Mitch. Yeah, I mean, he is expressionless. Mm. Um, he doesn't appear to be lying in anything that he says. Um, Actually, can four kind of um, see whether the um, flat effect is due to, like, uh, just because of being, like, a robot or it might be due to, like, anything else? Like a personality or <laughs> That's the kind of thing that's probably hard to ascertain. Yeah, even with a I guess really with a robot, you can't really yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah, yeah. you only really got um, tone of voice and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like you've never encountered something like this. No, before, that's so. true. I was just trying to be like falls neurodivergence like can I see? Or <laughs> might make that connection. Or but I don't know whether it's mm, true. Yeah. yeah, it's true. It's hard to know. All right. Uh, can Can I ask, as a player, now there's a character? How you you only kind of briefly got to describe it because we were mid combat. How human is the skull? Like, does it look like a face or does it look like a skull? Um. So. It sort of looks like both, kind of neither. Um, there are definitely, like, there's a, there is a rigid jawline. Um, there's no musculature at all, um, but there are separate metallic and wooden bones, essentially, that kind of work. There are periods uh, where, uh, say, if, he's, uh, if their mouth is moving, you can see through certain gaps into other mechanical compartments um yeah there is a definite face but yeah but it's more of a functional skull okay so it's not like he has eyelids or anything like that um there are eyelids but they're like metal sheets (laughs) that essentially go down i'm i'm just wondering how humanoid the the face looks Mm -hmm. Like, Not, and, and yeah. how, like, off-putting that therefore is. Fair. You know. Yeah. Uh, especially because I am the person who's going to have to draw this. <laughs> Fair. I'll, I'll give you a more... Yep. Yeah, 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 cool, cool. But also, like, Sevia is, like, not without making a check, is, like, gauging... Because she both does not want to interact with you and also is endlessly fascinated by how you work. Oh my yeah. god, she's so curious. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So you 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 have a face, but it's kind of scary. I have a face. It's sort of scary in a way. Yeah. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Um. Okay. Uh. So, I guess we at least have three clear goals and one less clear goal. Just what you guys want to deal with first. Uh, what would be closest? Well, um... 
I have no idea where the mage would be rumored to be. Uh, but we're probably roughly equidistant from uh, Valaki and Kresk. Uh, Which is how far probably, exactly? How much by? We're not going to get there by nightfall, I'm presuming. We might, we might just get to Kresk by nightfall if we went that way. Be a little riskier getting to Valaki. Okay. Um, you mentioned there was a church in Kresk that we might want to visit. Uh, yes, the Abbey of Saint Mark over here. Um, the, I will say, the other, the other, uh, definite goal, the Amber Temple, that is way too far to get to, uh, this time of day, if we're gonna try to get somewhere by nightfall. <clears throat> uh, a few of us will need to rest before we travel on anyway. So, if we start it out first thing in the morning... Would we get to the uh, Emperor Temple by nightfall? Uh, possibly, if we're not waylaid too much. I suppose we'll be travelling mainly on foot after all. Well, this cart is mine. And uh, she says, <laughs> um, what does she say? Where is, where is this word? Where is this? Where is this word? Thinks in her head. Ar and she says, Arvesh. Uh, and no, that's the second. Uh, Drovash. Uh, and you see a uh, pair of quasi real draft horses magically tethered to the wagon appear in front oh. of Oh. Oh. Interesting. Nice horses. Well, I mean, if we have to just keep going, there's no point staying around and worrying about things that have just happened, I guess, isn't there? That we should just set off to the next adventure. That's obviously what we're all deciding to do, isn't it? Of course. This is the rational thing. Of course, it is up to you. Time does appear to be of the essence. I will remain here and continue my research. Fine, all right. <clears throat> um, well, Rudolph, uh, you, your magic, you have a way of drying this shirt, yes? I need to get these things dried again now. If we're going to be sitting off right now. Um, <laughs> he thinks very long as he checks his staff lock. Uh, that is, that is not within my, uh, oh, of course magical capabilities. Great, I'll just... Uh, <laughs> he just starts wringing out his shirt, grimacing the whole time. Sure. <laughs> I suppose Chris is the best place to go to first, then. Uh, Mo uh, Esmeralda uh, interjects, um, Conrad, and she uses prestidigitation to clean the shirt. <laughs> oh, my word. Ew. Interesting. Well, thank you. He'll shuck his shirt back on again and then start to try and... Uh, what, what was that again, bird lady? Uh, 
Crescus Crescus certainly closest. Uh, what were your names, by the way? I am oh, we got yours is 42. I am Beatrice. Beatrice. All right. Uh, the nervous one over there with the blue is full. Yeah, still working right. on the Monica. The girl is Sylvia. And uh, the stuffy shirt is Conrad. Noted. Uh, I, as was said before, Esmeralda. Uh, Esmeralda Davenir. And... Uh, yes, I... I Guess I look forward to working with you. <laughs> Watch. Well, all right. We best. You don't at least have rations or something here, Rudolph. If we're to set off right now, uh, you can share with I, us. I unfortunately do not. You still have rations from the forest. It's good. So. Maybe we can find somewhere reasonably priced at some point. Yes, there are a couple of rations in Gazir's uh, back. Well, I suppose they won't be doing you much good now, will they? We might as well take those for the trip then, I suppose. Great. Good, all right. Well, it's better get our things ready then. We can eat on the cart then. Sylvia uh, has been like very quiet this whole conversation. Um, she's going to look at Exley again, and then just kind of square her shoulders. She's going to go over to where Kizzy's bag full of all his stuff was is, okay. and then pick it up, and then just go stand by the cart. And wait. Okay. And she's also got her bag, but she bag that she shares with Fall, so <laughs> she doesn't have a lot. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> so. Uh, well, you can have her own bag now, can't she? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, true. So considerate of Kazir. <laughs> And a proper Excellent. blanket and everything. <laughs> um, I guess also Conrad is going to go back to like, I'll be back in a moment. He's gonna go and grab his the rest of his stuff from the riverside that he All right. left there. And then um while you guys are getting ready, I guess he's just going to pop potter a little bit out uh, a bit further away out of the into the forest. And then he's just gonna like just do a little bit of like with the dagger, just like a bit of like um I don't know, wailing on the, the, the tree, I suppose, briefly. Uh, just, yep. And then he's like, <clears throat> okay, uh, yep. And he, like, uh, turns around and stomps back to where the rest of you guys are. Um, um, Mitch, is there anything he would see in the forest? Yeah, I was just thinking that. Um, oh, no. Conrad, <laughs> uh, roll me a perception check. Okay. <laughs> oh, thankfully, that's not very good. Um, that's uh, an eight. Nice. That's probably uh, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you don't see anything. Great. That's very good. Excellent. All right. Cool. Um, CBO, in the process of getting ready, um, if you 
took the time to just have a glance over that scroll mm -hmm. um, to decipher it uh, that Van Richten gave you, you would determine that it is a scroll of protection from good and evil. Hey! Nice. Um, Eggsley is going to go up to Fall and hopefully the rest of the group, but addressing a question to Fall. Yeah. Um, when I was watching you from the shadows, I noticed that you were emotional about your dead friend. Uh, is it is it the dead that make you sad, or is it death itself? Uh, that seems like a weird philosophical question, to be honest. I think both. <laughs> I didn't know him very long, but I didn't want him to die, and I really don't like death. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Why do you ask? I have allies that can assist us, but it might be awkward if we are traveling. Are your allies dead? They are undead. Yes. Oh. That is a little disturbing. Um, how did this come to be? They were living and then they died. And now they are useful. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, um, don't druids normally commune with nature and animals and the such? What is life and death but part of nature? So are your allies people? They were. Oh. I, uh, <laughs> I guess it's a logical, it's very logical, you know, the death is inevitable and it's, uh, I don't think I'm going to enjoy seeing that, though. Uh, where are your allies? Step forward and I, uh, raise my voice and talk to the forest and uh, stepping out, or shambling out rather, you see uh, two humanoid figures with flesh just sort of dripping off this, uh, their bones, just sort of shambling forward. And then behind them, you see two just fully skeletal figures with uh, all of them armed with uh, short swords and the skeletons have short bows as well draped over their back. Everyone looks very maudlin here. Oh God, what's that? No, the flesh. Well, prepare your weapons. We better. We better. They are perfectly harmless. I guess this could be useful. They have been in the past. It's certainly interesting. 
a under your command. Uh. They are. You there, do a twirl, and I point to a zombie, and he slowly shuffles around in a 360. Lorraine <laughs> oh, looks wow. a little bit too delighted at this revelation. Um, um, Beatrice is quite kind of pleased as well. Squirrels around and grins <laughs> at Exley. Uh, ah. Can I roll to see if Sevia just straight passes out? Uh, yeah, roll me a, I guess, a constitution saving throw. Okay. Ooh, bad. <laughs> Oh no. How bad? Five. Five. Yeah, you faint. Oh no, Sevia fell down. <laughs> now? I'll, ca- I'll catch her. <laughs> I guess. Oh no, Sevia's falling. You better catch like, her. Someone. Okay, so so when the undead came out of the forest, she like it did what you normally would expect it to do around dead bodies, where she completely just went fully stiff. And then as soon as one of them did a twirl, she just... (laughs) (laughs) Falls just kind of like disgusted and like... But then like Uh, sees this happening and just like, probably like just before, like grabs it on or something. Yeah, roll me a dexterity check. Oh my god, yeah, that's a good point. Drop her to the floor. You get Sevia instead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit, alright, that's a a nat 20, that's a 24. (laughs) Yeah, so you catch her easily. Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> My training kicks in and I like grab her. I don't know. Well, if they're going to be traveling with us, she might have to get used to it. What? Okay, you going to have to get over it. Yes, you'll have to get over it. Yes. I understand it might be odd. But they are very useful. I'll say this is fantastic. I'm sure they are. Can they fight for you? They can. Do they fight for you? They do. 42, you will be very, uh, a wonderful companion in our trip. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. Wonderful. Oh, this is excellent. Oh, you better probably might, might try to need to wake Sevia up or something for or Beatrice, I'm sure. This might... Uh, Smelling salts, someone has some, perhaps? Uh, this might make things a bit difficult as far as uh, fitting everyone on the wagon, but... Uh, I'm not sitting next to one of those. Um... <laughs> uh, Although, to be honest, we were probably at a bit of a stretch to begin with. Uh, 42, uh, can you... The thing you did is to turn into a wolf, can you be a horse? I can transform into a war horse, yes. Okay, I think I think between Even the cart and a couple of... Cart... If you help out and this horse that I got here, we should be able to account for everyone. If that is okay with you. This is acceptable. Alright. It can turn into a horse. (laughs) A war horse, you say? I can. 
among other animals. Incredible. Magic truly is interesting. Goodness me. Well, that's fantastic. Oh, well, all right. Um, and then, uh, <laughs> I guess, because I imagine Paul's still just holding Sevia, he'll turn around and try to, and like, okay, this is how you do it. And then he'll try to revive her. He looks like he's about to go slap her. And then I imagine he, like, does, like, a little, like, I guess, like, what do I roll, Darby, to revive her? I guess a, a medicine check. Oh, <laughs> maybe I will slap her. <laughs> oh. Break her glasses. <laughs> that's um. That's a twelve. Twelve. Okay. Yeah. CV, you come too. And uh, I had the most terrible dream. Where undead were twirling around. Yeah. is like, no, that happened. That wasn't dream. No, let, let, let's let's face the 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 cart. I twirl around. <laughs> so they're um, also coming in cart with us. Oh. What? 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 I dropped accent there for a second. What? No. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. I am. No. I refuse. I am not riding in a cart with them. I'm well, sorry. We'll just have to Excellent. knock her back out again. Would you prefer a horse? You Like if I ride a horse, I guess. Okay, is, is are those my only two options? Because at this point, I'm going to throw myself in the lake. You could walk. Could we tie the, t- <laughs> the zombies to the top of the cart? It would be very threatening to everyone, I guess. It's true. Unless the zombies ride you, if you can turn into a horse. Well, that that still leaves walk. my skeleton, friends. Well, I mean, they're just skeletons. I'm sure. I'm sure Sevia can handle a little of bones. I will ride the horse. <laughs> All right. I will so how? Ride the horse. Yeah. Okay. So fall and which of you? Which of you is going to take uh, Exley as a horse? Well, I think Sevia said she's going to. So there's no. Okay. Choice. There's okay. probably room I for two see. if you like sweep up. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I guess neither of you are really particularly big. So, no, yeah, you could. Do I need to roll yeah. anything? Yeah, like I'm gonna animal handling. I mean, if you're right, if you're riding on Exley, it no. I, I just will control mean, the direction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just mean in regards to like, is she gonna try and get up on the horse and immediately fall off the other <laughs> side? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please, please do. Um, <laughs> I guess roll me animal handling. Oh, dang. I rolled a five. <laughs> okay. Animal handling. I have a nine. A nine. Yeah, you both struggle to, like, <laughs> to get him. How do we, how do we it's get like, occasion- Occasionally, you manage to get on, like, one at a time, but then the other person trying to get on <laughs> knocks, like, knocks the other person on, off balance, and... Conrad looks delighted. Beatrice just laughs. Now, um, 
so before that happens, uh, I do command my four uh, allies to jump into the cart um, and stay there and await further instructions, and then I transfer mm-hmm. them into a warhorse. All right. So I can. So if they're sharing uh, forty-two, uh, you two have the option of. <laughs> <laughs> you, you two have the op- you two have the option of either the cart or this horse here. I'll take the horse. I actually uh, can ride a horse. <laughs> I'll ride in the cart and Beatrice okay. will get into the cart. <laughs> now Good girl. one thing of one thing of note and uh and Esmeralda does tell you this, the only way to get into the cart, the way you get into the cart is not through the 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 regular doors, those are booby traps. Uh, the way to get in and out is through a uh, hidden uh, a hidden trap door in the undercarriage. Nice, but uh, yeah, she'll she'll get in and she'll immediately she she'll sit on the opposite side to the the fleshy boys. She doesn't mind the skeleton ones, but she's a, a little mm, about the fleshy ones because that's what took her down last time. That's fair. Yeah, true. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. She fought, she fought a zombie and nearly died. <laughs> Sorry, Beatrice. Oh, but she's okay. She's a big girl. <laughs> so is this a real horse or a spectral horse that I, the Conroe's good? put dibs on uh this is this is a real one this is the one that she rode excellent you know. so current will approach it like excellent all right so size it up and um okay any sort of uh riding tips for the horse uh, it's a horse you said you know how to ride a horse i know but uh, every horse is different okay well fine um and if I will- i'm honest if I'm honest, I stole this one trying to get back here. <laughs> I see. Well, very well then. Okay. Uh, and I don't know. Yeah, so roll, roll me an animal handling check. Uh, just one moment. Um, oh, I'll just roll it. It's not working. Uh, so, so 15. 15. All right, yeah. You, you easily managed to... Uh, mount and start riding the horse. Excellent. She like makes it like go around a little circle and does like a bit of like a show off sort of like prance around. Like excellent, good. This is a fantastic horse. Good theft. <laughs> uh, glad you like it. Uh, so, um, what kind of pace are you taking as a group? Yeah. I'm not I guess sure. we just try and keep up with the cart. Yeah, yeah. I do not think okay. we are a uh, Sevia or Fall are in control of yeah, this. We, we yeah, we have no say in this matter. <laughs> it's up to Exley. I will say once Connor's got like a, a handle of the horse that he's riding as well, he's going to just kind of like prance around, do like a lot of like show off maneuver type stuff, quite <laughs> like sort of uh, like dash ahead and then come back and then he's kind of enjoying nice. himself quite a bit. Um, okay. Exley just stands stock still and just stares doesn't take in any of what's going on just like i feel no need to show off that's yeah. <laughs> i feel uh, like i'm full we'll say uh, uh actually can you hear can you talk in this form i say nothing <laughs> full waits for a very long time and there's like oh i guess that's a no 
Uh, I guess well, the- I, uh, I hope you're right with this weird situation. <laughs> I guess uh, the, the question for Sevier and Fall is which of us is at the front of the horse and which of us is clutching desperately to the other yeah, behind them on the horse. I know Fall is bigger, but Fall also has more anxiety. So I'm just wondering. <laughs> I because I rolled worse. I tried to get on first. I fell off. So I'm in the back now. Okay. Yeah. Clinging <laughs> to little five foot, five foot four Sevier. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm also assuming because you're a, a, a druid horse and not like a, a horse horse, you don't come equipped with a saddle or reins or anything. So I'm assuming CV is just holding on to your mane. Yeah, this probably is, not. This yeah. Is, yeah, this is bareback. Yeah. Like as much as you're a war horse, she's like, like you do not come equipped with all the accoutrement of a, of a war horse. So. Yeah, she's like holding on to me. What color horse are you? Are you still oh. white? Um, probably white. Yeah, if uh, if I can flavor it that way, it'd be a uh, a white war horse with uh, silvery mane and still the piercing green eyes. Okay, Sibi is holding on to your mane, and she's like, "Right, well, let's go then." Uh, but I'm assuming yeah. Exley will not move until the pace is set by everyone. Uh, yeah, no, Exley waits for the cart to move and then we'll <laughs> yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Stevie okay. was saying it less as a command and more as a just, well, yeah. this is so our, you, our day. Are, are the two individual horses going to be behind the wagon or in front of the wagon or one behind, one in front? Oh, as I described, like, Connor is fucking, like, he's, like, lancing around in front of it. Like, he's, yeah, he's enjoying himself. He's yeah. showing off. So he's at the front in a sense, okay. but he'll then like orbit around the entire group and then like keep cantering all around. I don't know. Mm. Slow down to a trot when they uh, come like, um, to try and keep pace with it and then dash off somewhere. Yep. And actually, uh, we keep a steady pace uh, right behind the cart at the same distance the entire way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So, about 20 minutes into the trip, about five minutes after you get uh, back onto the main road, uh, uh, no, about 10 minutes after getting back to the main road, uh, you reach a crossroad. Uh, Another crossroad. No, no, it is five five minutes. Um, uh, uh, It's ambiguous. About five to 10 minutes. So, uh, you see a weather-worn signpost next to the road. Uh, three arms of the sign point along the three branches of the road. The arm pointing north reads Cresc, and through the woods you can see an arching stone bridge spanning a river. The arm pointing east reads Valaki, and the road slopes up gradually in that direction. The arm pointing southwest reads The Wizard of Wines. The road slopes gently downward in that direction. Um, and could I get someone... To roll me a D12 and a D8. Um, uh, is Joanna gonna do it? I got oh. three on the D12. Yeah. I cannot find my D8. Oh, there we go. And five on the D8. So, eight totals. So, um, through the mists, uh, comes a skeletal war horse and rider 
both clad in ruined chained mail. The skeletal rider holds up a rusted lantern that sheds no light. Codreds and his horse swing back around um, towards the back, like again to do a sort of a lancing like um, satellite movement around the the back of them, and comes next to the cart, I suppose, where like but the midpoint between the cart, uh, yeah, next to the cart, I guess. Like, and um, what's that? Uh, it appears to be uh, some form of undead. It doesn't seem threatening at the moment. Okay. So. Come on, I specifically wrote out here so I wouldn't have to see undead. Why? Why? This is Barovia. Ah. Ah. Hi, sir, just passing through. We're not a threat, just, you know, traveling. (laughs) Paul just directs that to the skeleton. It seems to ignore you. Um, Good, 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 good. Yeah. What direction okay. is it coming from? Uh, it is coming from uh, from the south. Okay, and we want to go north, don't we? Uh, yeah. Okay. Kind of north, north, um, north, northwest. Well, Do we have I'm... enough room to get around it. Uh, yeah. Might want to pick up the pace, regardless. Yeah, you come across uh, the path of the skeleton, and uh, each of you uh, maneuver around each other um, on the road. And other than it being kind of creepy that there is a skeletal rider upon a skeletal horse, uh... Things are otherwise normal after that. Um, the entire time, under her breath, so Fall can hear it, but the horseman can't. Sevius is going, I hate this, 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 I hate this. Seeing as you hate it so much, Sevius, <laughs> could I get you to roll me shoulder. a d20? Oh, no. <laughs> as, as, as you travel for another half hour. Okay. That's a six. Six. Okay, um, okay, uh, yeah, so the next half hour or so of your journey goes without any real incident, um, and then, so that's been about 50 minutes, oh, that's been about an hour, actually, um, and then after about 10, 15 minutes more, you reach the outskirts of the village of Kresk. Can I just... Whilst yes, whilst in the in the cart alone with these creatures, Beatrice is going to sit there within like the first half an hour. She's going to look at them, and then she's going to be like, "Okay, well, <laughs> okay." Uh, I don't think he said you had names. Hmm. And then points at one of the the skeletons like. Your name is Jangles. <laughs> and points at another one. So, uh, the other one, are you? You're Clack. And then looks at the the, the fleshy boys. He goes, you're Squelch, and you're Squish. 
very very um kenku names yes and she's just gonna like have a conversation with with them but is going to pretend to be them and she's not going to talk about anything in particular <laughs> she's just gonna be weird is, is, she is, cute? Is, is she using like different voices for each of them yes she is <laughs> <laughs> Can we have examples, please, <laughs> of their voices? This is so How was your day today? Quack. It's gonna be like, well, uh, we found you fellows, and we were waiting in the forest, being creepy. And then Jangle is gonna be like, ah, yes. Yes, we were having a great time just watching you. And then, <laughs> oh, Squish, oh, what do you think about everything that's going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just going to continue on. <laughs> I want to hear Squelch's <laughs> voice. What is Squelch's voice, please, Emily? <laughs> Squelch is going to be like... <laughs> Well, I think that it's kind of a little bit weird. And you don't really seem to like us very much. And yeah, so like the entire trip from from the tower to Crest is just going to be Beatrice. She doesn't even know about the skeleton horse rider. She's no, just she's no. too much fun. <laughs> uh, I love it so much. Okay, so uh, that was that was good that that happened because that gave me time to double check some notes here about Kresk. Uh, so uh, the road branches north and climbs a rocky escarpment, ending at a gatehouse built into a twenty-foot-high wall of stone, reinforced with buttresses every fifty feet or so. The wall encloses a settlement on the side of a uh, snow-dusted mountain spur. Beyond the wall, you see the tops of snow-covered pines uh, and thin, white wisps of smoke. The somber toll of a bell comes from a stone abbey that clings to the mountainside, high above the settlement. The steady chime is inviting, a welcome change from the deathly silence and oppressive fog to which you have grown accustomed. It's hard to tell at this distance, but there seems to be a switchback road clinging to the cliffs that lead up from the walled settlement to the abbey. And that, as you enter the village of Kresk, is where we're going to end for this week. Nice. Excellent. All right. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thanks for listening. Thank you Thanks for listening. Everyone. Catch you all next mm. week. Yeah. Bye-bye. Hope you're all fans of Jangles, Clack, Squelch, and Squish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're zany adventures. I definitely yeah. am. <laughs> Tune back Bye. next week. Bye. <laughs>